Hey, hello, hello everyone, beautiful women. I'm delighted to be here with you today and I'm super excited to be sharing with you this incredible woman and conscious business strategist, Shelley Bowman. Now, Shelley bridges a gap between the spiritual and the strategic. So she's been a Reiki master of over 25 years, an advanced soul realignment practitioner and a certified life coach as well. And so has been, you know, helping people align for a long time. And at the same time, she has an MBA and has spent three decades as a brand manager, a creative director and a digital strategy consultant for multinationals. So really bridging really these two worlds, right? So um, Shelley, who I know loves to support people to have more success and more fun while being successful through a really deep level of soul alignment. So weaving together her unique branding strategy with the wisdom that she has from the Akashic Records. So thank you so much for being with us today, Shelley. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Um, so just for everyone who's watching, I'm going to let you know that we're coming to you live using StreamYard. So what that means is that above this live video, you'll see a link. Uh, and if you click on that link, then we'll be able to see your face pop up when you drop in your comments. Um, and I'd love to invite you for all of those who are watching live to let us know who you are and where you're coming in from, uh, watching from around the world. Uh, the engagement really has this be, you know, a super fun experience for us, you know, taking it to the next level. So I really invite you to engage and ask questions, anything that you've got for Shelley throughout. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so let's dive right in, Shelley. Um, and I'd love to invite you to tell me what brought you to kind of this space of opening yourself to Reiki and other modalities 25 or over 25 years ago? Um, well, essentially my 20s were a drunken blur and I got to a point where I was like, this can't go on. And I flipped a switch. I stopped all that, the partying and things. And um, I started getting healthy and, um, and yeah, I moved to Hong Kong. I moved to this little island, like hippie island, and there was this Reiki master. I was doing meditation with this uh, Tibetan Buddhist monk, and she had a little center called the Wisdom Heart Center. And there was this woman there who was a Reiki master, and she was doing uh, Reiki training. And so that's where I met her. Mm. And there was a bunch of us that did it. Um, I did the three levels then. I've since redone my Reiki master training. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of a con confluence of like getting rid of the my my raging twenties. <laughs> um, it was it was seriously work hard, play hard because I was mm. working. I was doing sometimes eighty hour weeks, and it was work. Wow. And so, um, yeah, it was um, it was like a, a putting on the brakes of that. Yeah. Lifestyle. Yeah, 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 totally. And yeah. how did so? How did that lead into you? like using the Akashic records and the rest of the kind of training that you've done? I think once I got into it, even though I was still in the corporate world, I still, it was like, okay, I've touched, I've looked over the fence. I can't, 
you know, not mm. keeping over the fence. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> Time to go back now. <laughs> and so um, I've learned other modalities. I'm an access consciousness practitioner, um, uh, quantum touch and other other things. But it's it's mainly um, just curiosity, I guess, in mm. that side of things. It's But the Akashic Records is quite special. Um, I did a recent total clean out of some drawers that have moved with me from house to house to house. And, um, <laughs> and As this, they do. Yes. And there was this cassette. I mean, how long has it been? Like this cassette is probably from when I was in high school or college. And it was Edward, Edgar Case. And he is like the godfather of the Akashic Records. He took mm. throughout the, like, um, in 19th 18th century he was was doing these readings and recording not just recording the session but recording the progress of people if they if they actioned on his readings of the mm, wow and, i mean for me to have been going into that stuff when i was in high school or college it's like ooh, I, because i've always had this kind of draw to the akashic records and i didn't know what it was and it wasn't until i found the right teacher that was really straight up mm-hmm. not oh we're gonna like you know, do a prayer and there's nothing wrong with this, but you know, do a prayer and go to the Akashic records. I needed someone with a very strict protocol who was like dealing with it. Like, okay, this is quantum physics. We are talking about other, you know, times and space that do not exist as we know it in this like normal world, but they do exist. Mm. And so it's more like, it's a very concrete, it's not just airy fairy. And so it is an intuitive art, but it also is very, grounded in like this is actually reality like when i yeah. these readings it's very very relevant to people and um and very powerful so mm-hmm. and i love the sense of groundedness that you bring to this work shelly it's just yeah i absolutely love it so um i would love to begin by asking you to share a little bit about your journey from the corporate world to the spiritual world and then the combination of okay well the um yeah the i had gotten into design just as very young when i was a teenager i got into design i started working in a design studio got into that side moved to tokyo and from there on i was an art director or creative director and um and yeah, I was in Tokyo and then Stockholm, back to Tokyo, Paris, Washington, D.C., and then Hong Kong. And always as a creative director, when I moved to Hong Kong, I was art director for Star TV. And, um, yeah, at some point I was in Burma and, I, um, and I'd already done my Reiki master around that time when I started working. Was, when I moved to Hong Kong, I did my Reiki master. And... Um, I was in Burma and just traveling and I met these so many people that were there like having orphanages for the blind and, you know, like doing all this amazing work. And I thought, I'm like pimping out Baywatch babes on you know, <laughs> India. <laughs> like, what am I doing? And, um, and I came back and um, had some discussions, left that. Um, and yeah, Kind of, from then I kind of went swinging back and forth between corporate, you know, the need to eat and then doing my own thing. And um, throughout, right after I left was the dot-com boom. 
And mm. so um, at that point I had my own business, but I was also consulting. I had, I was in a few companies then I was art director actually for two companies, but it was kind of freelance. And so I would spend half my time diving in the Philippines. I was teaching technical diving. Mm. And so it was, it was a lovely lifestyle, like half the time Amazing. teaching, you know, big, big macho dudes to dive to a hundred meters with rebreathers and funny gases. And then I would come back and, um, and do my corporate thing. And then um, at some point I started working in China and I'd kind of been working with multinationals after the dot-com boom thing. But along the side, I always had my own, you know, my healing thing, or I was learning different modalities. Mm. Or there was always this side thing, but it was like a side thing. Mm. At that point, it wasn't really like I hadn't considered it a way to make money yeah. um, or financially viable in any way. But it was kind of like a side passion. and. Um, yeah, I sort of worked in China for a while, came back, worked for Leighton, which is a big Australian multinational. And then um, after that is when I did my MBA. And there was a lot of shifts in that point, because it was like one of those, as you say, the dark nights of the soul, where mm. I didn't really realize how off I was, how off beam. Um, I was in a classroom, sometimes I was a lot of times just sitting at this desk, like just working and, um, you know, friends would come over and they'd be upstairs with my husband, like chatting and they'd be, come on up. And I was like, no, I have a paper due. And, you know, it was, it was like three years because that includes the dissertation period of just like um, not being myself. Because when I was in corporate, at least I was going out every day. I was seeing yeah. people every day. I was doing things that were much more. I later found out when I started doing Akashic Records readings, I was not aligned with who I am at soul mm. level and how I manifest. And so I was manifesting lack. I had a business and it wasn't doing, it was doing well some months, like really well. And then some months like really not well. Mm. And the really not well months were more often than the really well months. Yeah. And it was just like, it was not, I was not aligned. I was depressed. In hindsight, I was very depressed. Um, but yeah, in coming out of that, I joined a few um, companies as like a strategic consultant. And the last one, um, I was business partner in a nutrition business. And then um, right when I left that is when I also got initiated into the practices that I do now by mm. Sakura. Yes. Uh, yes. The Isha practices. Like literally the day I left that job was the day I went and got initiated by Sadhguru himself. He was in Hong Kong. And, um, and that was a major pivotal point because right after that, my sister also died. And so um, mm. it was a big wake up call. Like I, I shouldn't be doing this stuff that's, you know, making money for people that are not very nice people in mm. a lot of uh, circumstances. And so um, I redid my Reiki master and um, got reattuned and um, just started taking this, that side a lot more seriously. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's not been like, Oh, I just left that and suddenly I'm here. You know, there's been a lot of like, I'll go, the pendulum will swing, swing because I, <laughs> I started my first uh, web development company in 96. So I, all along, I've kept up my skill set in the, the digital side. Yeah. Um, 
And so I swing in my own business from like having these, these digital marketing companies and just focused on digital marketing to focused on life coaching mm. to focus on, you know, and it was this pendulum of strategy, um, esoteric strategy, esoteric. And um, we had some things happen in Hong Kong that were also kind of pivotal. Um, one was, I got involved with the garden gathering, which is a, a gathering of these beautiful women, it's women and children only. It's a three-day event, and it's just this beautiful sharing of, of everyone's gifts, and everyone partakes in the gifts. It's like vegan food, no waste, you know, zero mm. waste, and we try our best. But um, you know, we're camping and little teepees and bonfires, and it's just beautiful. amazing. It is, and it's just. And the first one I went to was in 2018 and literally on the ferry going there, I finally did my own Akashic records reading. It's uh-huh. a long ferry to this place. And <laughs> I did my own reading and I was like, why have I not been doing this? More? <laughs> my, my, my teacher had said, you know, do at least like 10 or 20 other people's readings before you do your own. So you, you kind of lose the blinders of prejudice. Yes. Yeah. And so no friends or family or self until you've done like, 10, 20 other people. Mm. And so I finally had kind of racked up some numbers and um, did my own. And it was like, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, mm. this is what I'm aligned and supposed to be doing. Um, you know, not just in this incarnation, it's what I do as a soul. You yes. know, I bring this information to people. And um, yeah, and at that, at that garden gathering, there was, you know, I'm surrounded by all these beautiful women. And um, it was then that I said, well, I'm thinking of marrying the two, you know, mm. like I can dig into who people are at soul level and then align their business strategy and their personal growth strategy to who they are at soul level. And it was like, Ooh, there was a bit of excitement. I thought, okay, yeah, this is cool. But then I, I, at the same time, I'd gotten a business coach and he was like, forget the woo woo stuff. Just, just focus on, you know, the digital marketing. Just focus on the linear stuff. <laughs> yeah, just focus on the thing that's going to make you the most money. That's mm. the most normal in his mind. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of got, it took a couple of years to get that out of my mind that this is not just woo-woo stuff. This is very solid, mm. you know, solid strategic information that people can use to their advantage, both yeah. in business and their personal life. Yes. And so that kind of opened my mind to the possibilities of like, you know, I need to be give, giving this to the world. I can't just keep it to myself. Mm. And um, I think it was at the beginning of the year when I first did your um, your retreat. I was at that point. I was thinking, okay, how can I take other women from this corporate thing that's not aligned with who they are mm. into their own setting? And it's like it's kind of evolved since then. Yes, and it was like two retreats, and then working with you, and you know, working on you know my own things and it's like suddenly I'll go down this path it's going to be this brand it's going to be this brand it's going to be this and it's like um I have gotten a lot of guidance from you and your team in terms of like you know honing in me kind of like my kites flying in this direction this direction it's like pull it in a little bit (laughs) so um it it has kind of come together and it's like okay now this this feels Mm. right this is what I'm meant to be doing yeah Um, because I can bring these two worlds together. And there's so many people that have also, I think through COVID, gone, why am I working for this, you know, absolutely. I'm doing this long commute. 
I'm not doing what's true to me. I'm making money for someone else. So many people are branching out into what's true to themselves. Yes. Everyone's doing this kind of re doing or has done this kind of reimagining of what actually matters. Mm. What actually matters? What sets my soul on fire? What is it that I'm here to, to do in this world, in this lifetime? Um, that's beautiful. So I'd love to ask, you know, of your, from your own experience of doing your own reading, um, because I know I, I have had, you know, an incredible experience going through this process with you of the soul, uh, soul realignment and the manifesting, um, blueprints all in relation to the Akashic records and then how those weave into, um, the activities that I do in my business and how I show up in my business and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you, what were the core kind of learnings that happened for you when you first did your own reading that you were like, whoa, okay. And then how have you how have you used those since to move closer towards um, that, that sense of alignment with your soul? Um, well, first of all, it was... It was just kind of because the first one is a soul realignment reading. And that's a lot of like, um, for some people, mine was less like dramatic, but some people can be quite dramatic. Like, oh, these things from past lives and this life are still affecting me. Mm. You know, that that they're very unconscious and they're coming out unconsciously. Um, mine was some things that I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm carrying that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and they were they weren't huge things, but it was like um, part of the training is to give like practical steps. You know, if someone has a contract from lifetimes ago or this lifetime, it might come out in a certain behavior pattern. It's like, well, okay, we need to work on that behavior pattern, and so it's practical steps. And mm-hmm. with myself, yeah, it, there was just practical steps that I was like, okay these are kind of things that that crop up and I could look at it and go oh yeah I see the pattern yes and um it wasn't obvious until you know I dug deep and was like oh that's where that comes from and oh it is a pattern that Mm. has carried on and um wouldn't it be nice to get rid of that pattern (laughs) yes it's not not serving me anymore yeah um and then when I did my manifesting blueprint reading I was like oh that's why there was like these these as you said, the dark nights of the soul time mm. where I was just like really not aligned, not feeling good about what I was doing, but kept doing it because of whatever reason, maybe like with my MBA, you know, I'm pretty, I'm outcome. Like I just want to finish this MBA. I yes. will go through whatever hell to get there. I am going to finish this MBA. <laughs> and um, And other times where it was just like, you know, in retrospect, I could see like I'm. I was so out of align with mm. how I manifest, and I could look back and go, okay, those were my times where I lack. I was yes. in lack, and then there's other times where um, it's been like I'm just cruising along, and then go suddenly like, hey, I'm not where I want to be mm. financially, and it's mm. like I do this stuff for a living. Why am I here? <laughs> and then I'll just go like, okay, let's let's align, and then it's like, why don't I course correct more often? I don't know you know, why do people drink Coke when they know it's bad for them? It's mm. like, I don't know. But um, <laughs> it's like, so then I'll just like, go, okay, I do this stuff. And, and then I'll, I'll get it into my head. And then like, suddenly I'll get a call, like, you know, 
check your bank account or, you know, something yeah. will happen. It's like, you know, okay, now it's back. It's, oops, there's something going on here. That's all right. Um, so, so I guess one of the one of the things, because you know, like if we t- if we're talking about it in a you know soul realignment reading and a manifesting blueprint reading, it's kind of quite um, you know I guess conceptual. But part, are you is it are you able to or as a part of the protocol are you allowed to kind of touch on the different pieces that um, like the aspects that happen within those as an example. Um, you know, the, the core soul functioning in the soul realignment and, you know, the um, the white lights and, the, you know, blue lights and things like that. Are you able to speak to any of that or is it kind of behind closed doors a little bit? It's kind of behind closed doors. I can just go through, like, what happens with the reading. Um, I look at people's energy centre. So sometimes people like you have two energy centres. Um, and that's where they, re- er, it's it's kind of what they do to receive vital force energy. Mm. And it's like, you know, energy from the divine. So that's their energy centers. And it's like, um, so that's one aspect is to, um, I'm holding my keys down because it, it's going crazy. Oh. <laughs> um, and so that's one aspect is that, you know, look at the, the energy centers so that people can go, oh, okay, that's how I, if I do more of that, I will receive more divine source energy. So yes. there's no blocks or restrictions. Um, and then also um, your soul group. And I don't really talk about this, but, and I won't go into the soul groups, but it's more like we are all part of the divine. Mm. And there's no way for the divine to experience itself other than having us, you know, mm. as a kind of a little chunk of the divine go out into the world and experience as we are a unique chunk we have different characteristics Mm. and so the um the soul group the different groups have different characteristics Mm -hmm. then i can look at and it's not so much like um if you do this you'll make more money it's more like this is who you are it's so yeah it's not how what you do it's how you are. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, um, I don't know if it, it's like it's giving permission to just be yourself because that's who you are mm. or it's just, you know, this is who you are. And sometimes people are not, you know, because of parents, you know, maybe it's in who you are as a soul to be in communication and to yes. say things to say truth mm-hmm. and you've been told since you're a child don't we don't say things like that or you know and so people hide because mm-hmm. they've been conditioned to not be who they are at soul level so it's just kind of a like opening the package of who people are yes and then saying, you know you this is who you are it's you can't hide it mm-hmm. you know come out from under the duvet and just like <laughs> eat yourself <laughs> Um, yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, um, power in power in recognizing who we are and where there where there's any discord in between who we are at soul level and um, how we're showing up, therefore how we're able to receive energy. Um, and then also equally in terms of the manifestation, you know, where are we in each of these markers that allows us to see 
um, if we come back more into alignment, then we will be in a space of more easily manifesting everything that we want, um, not just abundance, but everything that we want in our lives most easily. Um, so, so powerful and fun as well, really, to look at, like bringing that sense of fun back in. Um, so in terms of, you know, like how do you see this, um, just briefly, how do you see the use of the Akashic Records as being, you know, incredibly um, supportive to successful leaders, already already successful, either successful or not successful kind of thing? Um, well, it's, it's bringing out their divine gifts and it's to their advantage to know how they manifest, you know, what are the blocks and restrictions. And some people can power through and just, you know, through whatever, they get some success. But they could actually, if they were in more of a flow of who they are, they could get success much more easily. You mm. don't have to work super hard to make money or to be successful. You actually don't. As long as you're aligned and you're working, you know, as who you are, then it's just with so much ease and joy. Mm. And so it's, it's taking people like when you're created to when you're now, I, you know, the, the soul realign looks at the difference. Yes. And so then I can see like the blocks and restrictions that are actually holding people back. And then we can work on those. Mm. The manifesting blueprint is, yeah, that kind of changes. There's, there's like seven um, variables, but I won't go into that. It's, it's more what exactly those are. It's more how everyone manifests in a certain way. Mm. And there's seven different um, comparatives that I can look at and see if any of those are off. But every single person, if you look at, you know, they can be one of two out of seven variables. That's an almost infinite number of different ways that people can manifest. Yeah. So when people have coaches, they've got bosses, they've got other people telling them what to do. Mm. It's not necessarily, it's almost 100% certain that it's out of alignment with how they would actually do it if they're doing it in alignment with who they are. Yes especially coaching, um, and I'm not saying, you know, coaching is bad or whatever. There's so much good that comes from it mm. because it does pay, take people from a place of, like, the, here's their blind sides, and it's like someone else can shine a light on the sides that they can't see of themselves. Yes. But it's also if they say, okay, do, you know, post on social media every day. Some people aren't, that's not going to align with who they are. Mm. It's not going to do it. It's not going to do anything for them yeah it'll just kind of swing them in the opposite direction because there's there's manifesting abundance and then there's mm. manifesting lack mm. and those clarities will always happen yes in every part of the any anything i'm not just saying the readings but anything there's always a polarity there's yin there's yang there's male there's female there's always a polarity of how things move mm. and so um it it goes into the abundance or lack as well yeah, absolutely. And so important for that um, that foundation to be in the soul alignment, whether it's, you know, through, I mean, at a higher level by getting, you know, this kind of support from someone like you um, and from a more basic level, having that real deep connection 
with who they are at soul level, like doing the work to actually be able to intuit what's happening for them and what feels good and all of that kind of stuff. Um, while also being aware of, you know, where fear is showing up and potentially holding them back from moving more in alignment with the soul things. Um, so, so I know that also, you know, obviously with your incredible experience in um, branding and marketing and digital and things like that, that once you have supported someone with this real soul alignment, that you're also then able to really kind of strategize with them and support them in identifying which kind of marketing activities and branding activities are really going to um, be able to support them best in both the way that they receive energy and also the way that they're able to manifest in their lives, which is, I mean, it's amazing. It's super amazing. Um, so it, I know that you have um, an event coming up. Do you want to share a little bit, share a little bit with everyone about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this event is called Shift to Shine and I've created a workbook and we'll go through the workbook. Um, it's only four days. It's just an hour a day. So it's not like we can get through the whole workbook. We can do the deep work, but we'll start working on, um, habits and patterns that don't serve people. And so that's setting up, you know, there's the year planner, there's week planners, there's, you know, daily journal things. And they're just like little points that can, um, you know, a box you can tick if you went for a run or, you know, did something. <laughs> so it's like the little oxytocin in your head goes off, like I ticked the box. <laughs> um, <so that laughs> when you do good things, you know, you've got this little tracker. And um, so there's a lot of tools that people can use throughout the coming year in, and it's only four days. Um, and that work, you know, it, people can take it home, they can do homework on it, they could just do the, you know, do the four hours, people get into out of it what they put into it. Yeah, and there will be breakout sessions, the group dynamic, mm. there'll be a lot of stuff I'm cramming into four days. Yeah, amazing. And I imagine, um, well, I know that you're going to be weaving through some of that incredible soul wisdom as well in terms of, I know that you can't do the readings with everyone, but you know, some of that incredible wisdom around um, the soul alignment and the Akashic records and things like that. Um, so people will be able to, who come to your retreat, will be able to begin to open their mind and see what's true for them and what's going on for them in their business and how in alignment or out of alignment are they with what's kind of going on for them. So I think this is going to be super, super exciting. And it's free. Yeah. Totally it's, kind of, it's a gift to people to kind of like uh, course correct, you know, after this last year or so for us, I mean, in Hong Kong, it's been since January, 2020. So it's almost two years of just, mm. <laughs> of, of just things being out of, of whack kind of. Yes. And, um, so it's time to like course correct, just, you know, look at things that aren't working, aren't serving you. And it's mainly what's holding people back from meeting their goals. Mm, mm. And really be able to support people to um, step into 2022 with, I imagine, you know, a far greater sense of clarity and direction and where am I going in my business and how do I want it to look. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. So shift to shine retreat and I'll make sure that the link to that is shared with this uh, interview. 
So if you have any questions at all for Shelley, you can feel free to drop them in the comments and she will um, come and, you know, answer those and be sure to support you in that way. And otherwise, I absolutely encourage everyone who is has been listening to this and is, you know, feeling this beautiful kind of um, resonance with what's being shared, what Shelley's been sharing, then, um, yeah, go along and check it out. It's going to be amazing. Thank you, Prue. Mm, pleasure. Well, thank you so much for being with me today and sharing some more of your wisdom, Shelley. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you so much, Prue. And yes, as always, thank you for um, for everything. My pleasure, darling.